Happy Monday, everybody. This is Mary Clark. Welcome to my podcast, Mother Mary Monday. Every Monday, I'll share discovery stories, life lessons, and encourage you to seek and find your best you. It's another Monday. It's the week of July. It's the first official day of July 2019. You are hearing Scout in the background, (laughs) our really awesome, super beautiful granddaughter who's hanging out with us today. Uh, I love that it's the first day of the last half of 2019. Oh my goodness. (laughs) There she is. Her papa had to, that's her cameo appearance. There will be no more appearances. That's her cameo. Um, anyway, stay on point, Mary. Uh, I love knowing that it's the second half of 2019. I'm like a lot of you, I would think, at the beginning of the year, I'll go, here's my goals, here's what I'm believing to happen, and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes life gets in the way, or sometimes other things happen, and it's just the way that it is. On the other side of it, uh, there's been some thing, great things that have kind of unfolded that I feel, I just feel like we're in the place of, of great timing. That's all. And I'm excited. And we're in that place of, of thinking tribute. And I can't wait to share with everyone um, what's coming in our eighth year. I cannot believe that it's been eight years, but apparently it has. It's been eight years. Uh, I, I received a wonderful compliment from somebody that I look up to, and she referenced the fact that she enjoys the podcast and that, of course, it's in some ways, sometimes it's about the modeling world, but really it transcends the modeling world, the modeling industry. But there are also things that are applicable in the modeling world and in real life. And I've been thinking about this topic for quite a while, wanting to, I've touched on it to varying degrees, but I really wanted to expand on it in the way that Jeff and I have built our now two decades in career um, as mother agents. I believe that the modeling industry is one of the most misunderstood industries. I really, really do. Um, Papa, the bottle is right there. Um, So I've been wanting to kind of clarify this topic. but And the thing that I appreciate not only about the topic, and obviously I'm passionate about it because this is what we do for a living, it's our role in the industry mother agent, even though as mother agent, I feel like we've built on, expanded on what that is, how it can look. Um, And that's the reason, that's where the name mother came from. It's a play on the word mother agent. And when we determined this is going to be the name of our company moving forward, which was now linked back to 2003, where we officially made that our name, um, I love that it, it's like a declaration about what it is, how we're going to navigate, what are the principles that we're going to hold on to. Today, I'm going to talk about principles, about, I remember learning, I don't remember how or who, if I was reading it, if it was one of my mentors that I look up to, but they talked about how things can change, cultural dynamics can change, 
we all have different re religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs, whatever, but there are tried and true principles that are ageless and timeless and they don't go away. And once I understood and grasped the concept of principles um, or kind of universal laws of how the world works, uh, this was something that I held on to even before, before I met Jeff. And then when we met and after we got married or when we were getting married, as part of our wedding, part of what was kind of a theme of the readings that we did um, all the way to the decor that we had uh, was harvest. I love the law of harvest. So I sometimes I go, is it because I'm an Iowa girl? Is it because I was born and raised in Iowa and lived there uh, for the first 40 years of my life? Maybe that's it. Um, but I also think that it's just more than that. And when people talk, I know that they talk about this in our industry, and I'm sure for everybody who is out there, I know the same can be true in the retail aspect of the fashion world or in the music business, how much that's changed. The publishing business has changed. Um, a lot has changed and not necessarily for the better. Some of it for the better, but a lot of it, there's just times where you think, oh, wouldn't it be great to be back to an older and simpler time? I don't know if that's just being overly romantic about how things have been in the past. Uh, but I also do think things are moving faster, things are changing. And I, I think if we all tried to get back to tried and true principles and applied them to our life and to our business and to whatever we're doing, I think it would give us a lot more peace and it would... It would um, give us patience or remind us about how important patience is. We say over and over and over until we're blue in the face, we are not in a rush. We're not going to rush things because it goes back to the law of the harvest. We're not going to rush them. So in our world as a mother agent, the way that our industry is set up is a good mother agent. And I'm going to say there are people who get this all wrong. I remember 25 years ago, meeting this this guy from Miami who was the head of new faces at an agency there that, honestly, I don't even know if it's around anymore. Um, but I remember he was talking to a girl that I had found, and this girl had tons of potential, a beautiful girl from Iowa, who, by the way, it never transcended into a career for many reasons. But I remember him sitting, and I was this young, naive um, rose-colored glasses. I've always been the optimist. So in the beginning, I was like, oh, everyone that, everything that everyone is saying to me is true, and they're going to stand by their word, because why wouldn't they stand by their word? Yes, I believe that. Um, and I remember him saying, this one right here is your retirement plan, which just that way of thinking is unsettling to me. Um, I don't think that you should think of people in those terms, but also the reality, there's just a lot of variables 
in business. Um, but the way that the business is structured is if we find somebody and we groom and develop and prepare, and we, and again, we make this decision to put our years of expertise, our years of um, doing what we do, and we do it in a way that's very unique, and we uh, invest our time, our money, our effort, we don't charge things back, we don't charge for anything. We don't charge for our travel. We're not charging for runway coaching and test shoots and all those things. We just made the decision a long time ago that we weren't going to do that um, when it comes to our models that we manage and and that we would believe in the law of the harvest that when, when we when we find and groom and develop and water and till and take care of, and when nobody knows who somebody's name is, and we just believe in that person, that we're going to invest our time, invest our effort. And then what ha the way that the structure of this industry is, is that when you place a model with an agency, that then that agency is going to honor, another really great word, honor the investment of your time, your expertise, the fact that you found, groomed, developed, et cetera, the relationship with this model, and that they will give you, in turn, a percentage really important part of the scenario, out of their pocket, out of their commission. It doesn't come out of the model's pocket, um, which we always loved. We're like, wow, what a great structure because we could honestly say it's in the best interest of the model. It's in the best interest of that model's family because we can really be there and really help and talk through. It's in the best interest of the agencies we place our models with because we're doing the effort and we don't stop once they're placed. We continue that because what it takes to get somebody someplace, it takes a whole other level to keep them there and elevate and keep, keep grooming and keep watering and keep the focus of the law of the harvest, of you reap what you sow. When you give, you get back. Those are principles that are the foundation of the world. And unfortunately, we live in a fallen world that sometimes, unfortunately, people forget that. Um, that's one of the reasons why I loved network marketing. I've been with two different network marketing companies, well, actually three if you think way back, um, because it was a great way for me to help supplement my love for doing fashion shows and finding models. And even though I wasn't making money, I had the ability, or making a little bit of money, I had the ability to build a network marketing business with two different cosmetic companies when I was younger. It was a company called Jeffra. And then after we moved to St. Louis, um, I was with a great company, Arbonne International, I've said before multiple times, it's a great company. The products are great. I love the culture of the company. I love that it was supportive. I love that the very structure of that industry was set up that if I, if I help you in this business and I teach you and I pour myself into you, I'm rewarded for that um, because of the structure of how things are, which makes it beautiful. Um, just last night, we're sitting, it's a Sunday night, we're now in Big Brother time, so we're watching Big Brother. Um, Jeff gets on his phone the whole deal of Taylor Swift and her library being sold to Scooter Braun. I'm not going to make an opinion one way or another. I don't know, I'm, I don't know the structure of the music 
business. I do believe that I feel bad for her that she doesn't own that. I think that she should. I, th I think from my vantage point, having been down a road or two, the way that it was handled seems like it wasn't handled very well. Um, and that, to me, it comes back to principle. It's a, it's a, it comes back again to principle. What was the right thing to do? What was the right way to handle it? Keeping all things in mind. And I think in, in all of our lives, if we just got back to that way of thinking, um, I do think I'm forever an Iowa girl. And my, I loved going to my great grandma's farm and seeing all of my uncles and aunts and their farms. And there was something so wonderful that I love that I'm rooted in that history because I think it's beautiful. Um, and people were hardworking and they, they lived by principles that were right. And in an industry that's built on beauty and sometimes ego and creativity and all these different things, I think it's really important for, I feel like our whole culture, I feel like our whole fashion modeling industry would be better to come back to the reality that this is about people and, and remembering those things. And we've been blessed to have models that we are in relationship for over a decade, great, loyal, wonderful, good people. And I quite frankly love seeing them rewarded for that. I, I believe that they are rewarded for that. Here's why the law of the harvest is a timeless principle and it's so good. The farmer plants seeds, tends to the garden as the seedlings grow. He cares for each flower and plant before they have fully bloomed, before they reach their potential just when they have a little seed of potential. The time is invested long before the plant has matured and it's ready. Harvest is meant to go to the farmer. So if the farmer plants the seeds and tends to the fields and wakes up early and has long days and, and commits to it, that harvest at the end when harvest comes should go to the farmer. I've been tending this garden. I am bringing you this. When you cut that off, and if you think it doesn't corrode the foundation of an industry, you're just wrong. There are people that we know in our modeling world that are intentionally paid by agencies to go in um, and talk models into leaving one agency and going to another. Uh, and I just think that that's wrong. And the other principle that I love is the foundation. What you build, whatever the foundation of something is, and then you build on the foundation. So if, if you build a house and the foundation is strong, it's, it's back to the old, the old, there were nursery rhymes that talked about the reality of what you build something on is, is important. And it's also the, the, the trickle-down effect of what that is, of who's at, where's the leadership, and what do they believe. And the same can be true in your life. If you commit to not taking short shortcuts and you commit to doing the right thing, that's why I love when you see people achieve mega success and you find out um, where that success came from and it comes from a really good place, ugh, oh, 
I just think that's the best. And I feel like a lot of underdog stories, here's my first air quotes, underdog stories come in that form. And I think it's really great. When I lived in Cedar Rapids, I knew of something called farm teams. I'm not like a big baseball person, but there's there's a thing that happens in the sports world. And I use the analogy of uh, the sports world because I think so often it lines up along the fashion world. In fact, when they did the recent NBA draft, I said to Jeff, wouldn't it be so much better in the fashion world if we were so transparent that literally you go, I'm trading this person for this person, or this person is coming here, and instead of it having to be all super underhanded, it was a little more transparent. Um, But here's what I love about a farm team, and in some ways, in many ways, I think Mother is like a farm team in the modeling world. In sports, a farm team, farm system, feeder team, or nursery club is generally a team or a club whose role is to provide experience and training for young players with an agreement that any successful players move on to a higher level at a given point, usually in association with a major level parent team. So it's like in the modeling world, as a mother agent, we maintain and stay mother agent, but we place the model in different agencies and work in tandem, building their career and building the focus to be longevity. And that's the way that, in our opinion, it works best in not only the fashion world, in whatever area of business that you're in, or a sporting team or or just the dynamic of, of life. It it's it's being there for people. It's it's knowing that you see something in them and you're building and laying the foundation to give them something that's gonna impact the rest of their lives. That's why it never gets old. Well I'm not gonna say it never gets old. <laughs> Sometimes we have those moments, but when we sit and have deep conversations, or Jeff just made a major trip to another part of the world to be there to help a model. And we both agreed it was an expensive trip. It may never pay off financially, but it will pay off in a million other ways. Or if it doesn't pay off in that way, we believe enough in the law of the harvest that it will pay off over here. And we're not keeping track or counting the steps, or overanalyzing, because you get to the point where you just trust the law of the harvest. You trust in principles. You trust that if I do good and I have the right intention, good things will come back. And the more that we get back to that way of thinking universally as a culture, I truly believe with all my heart, the happier we will be. Uh, When we were recently um, traveling, I heard a great man uh, give a really great message, and he talked about the culture of care and how at the foundation of anything, family, friends, business, if we all got back to the culture of care and really made everything that we do about people, I just think it would change our world. It would change everyone's perspective. Today we had a guy came, come and he steam cleaned our, our, our sectional upstairs. And 
I just appreciated him. I kept thinking, this guy's up there working hard. He was up there. It's hot here in St. Louis today. He was up there steam cleaning that couch for an hour and a half. And I appreciated him. I, I appreciated his effort. I appreciated it, the hard work. And I think if we all kind of took our eyes off of ourselves and flipped it to other people, um, we'd be less inclined to do kind of sketchy things. Uh, and we'd have more peace and happiness in our life. I mean, that's the bottom line. There's a lot of talk about how our business has changed. I've talked about that. Not our business the fashion industry, the modeling industry, things change. And that, that's part of a universal truth also. Uh, but I do think that one of the things that kind of ebbed away at the foundation in the modeling world in particular is after the era of supermodels and the demand for models became kind of increasingly intense for new faces, new faces, new faces, models started to feel disposable. And I think anytime you think that way about anyone, um, you're in trouble. You're in trouble because you're, you're not having the right focus. The answer to everything is, in my opinion, people first, money second. The money will come. The money will come to one degree or another. And also, even in this case of, 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 um, Taylor Swift. I'm like, you know, how many millions does one person have to have? At what point is it enough millions? <laughs> At what point do you go, you know what? She worked hard and whatever, whatever. Um, let's have a mutual respect for each other. When we came back from our trip, from our trip in New York, uh, I had recorded Again, what I love, an award show, the BET Awards, and Tyler Perry was given an honorary something, I don't know, like an icon award, whatever that particular award was. But it, it, was, it was cool because his story is mind-boggling. His story of resilience, of dedication, and then when he shared the story of how, I have goosebumps, that he intentionally was like, I'm gonna bring all of this back to where I started, where, where, I, where my home is in Atlanta, and literally built his own studio and built it with the intention to help as many people as he could. And then you look at what happened and what's continuing to happen. I have the utmost respect for a person like Tyler Perry. Um, and I believe in that foundation uh, and that law of the harvest and you give and you receive and you sow and the harvest comes back and it's good. But you also have to not forget the part of the story that for a long, long time, Tyler Perry was investing money and it wasn't becoming successful. And he had, I'm sure, many, many nights where he thought, I'm crazy, why am I doing this? Or he would write a play, spend all this money, get a theater, and nobody would show. And I related, I relate to all of that. <laughs> There's been so many things. Our Model Truth Project that we invested money and time and it belly flopped. Or, you know, 
tribute shows that we, especially in the beginning, that we were just hopeful to get, you know, 100 people in the door or 200 and how you just keep going. And, and those are things that I hope that all of you really hang on to, hang on to it for dear life. Like, just don't quit. Just, just don't quit. So Tyler's um, message as part of his acceptance speech I thought was really good. And here's part of what he said. It's so important that we not forget where we come from and not discard the people who paved the way. Who can I help? Who can I show the way? How can I make a difference? When you make that cross into what you're doing and you become successful, you have to hold the door open for as many people as you can. That right there when you get to a point, when you've worked hard, we're at this crossroads, and I've used that word a lot because I feel it. It's like feeling it in the core of my spirit that we're at a crossroads, that we have everything that we've built, and now it's time to build on it more. And part of this year's tribute is going to be an expanded version of everything that we've done up to this point with this core philosophy in mind at the foundation of what the next however many years of tribute are going to be. Um, the first seven years feels like it was the foundation, and now we're going to keep hold on to everything that is great about it and build on it better to help more people, to inspire more people, and, and to open the door wide for as many people as you can. At the end of the day, if you are thinking about how things can be different or how things can be better in work, in your life, in relationships, in whatever goals you have set before you, I think it all roots back to the mindset of things like harvest and things like opening doors and things like remembering and honoring the people that help you get there. And the more you do that, the happier you're going to be. That's just the bottom line. So I hope this informed you a little bit more about the, the industry and what a mother agent is and how that works, but also those tried and true principles that if we continue to apply in our life, um, the harvest can be really great. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a fantastic 4th of July. I hope you take a little minute to assess and go, hey, this is the second half of 2019. How am I going to use this next six months, this second half, uh, to have 2019 be some a year that has significance for you? Because um, we're all just doing the best and trying to to. To, to set goals and, and accomplish goals and, and, and do things that we've always dreamt to be, to, ma to manifest them, just like Tyler Perry did. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next Monday.